Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I had like a whole different plan for the podcast today. And, you know, I totally had my day just like derailed. And I feel like it would be weird to not talk about that, at least to kick off the podcast. Um, so, you know, a lot of people have been asking me recently, and I know I post about this on my blog, and I think I talked about last week. A lot of people ask me if I've heard from my ex. I mean, literally just this weekend, I think between the wedding and I went to an event in San Francisco, I think I was asked at least like four or five times like, oh, have you heard from him? Have you heard from him? And, you know, the answer has been no, because I hadn't. And, you know, I couldn't really decide how I felt about that. A part of me was a little bit almost like offended, like, oh, okay, you're not even getting drunk and drunk dialing me, you know, but a lot of me wasn't surprised because I felt like, you know, obviously we had broken up because there was a lack of effort on his part um, in the relationship. So I was like, well, it's not too far off. But then the other part of me was kind of thinking, okay, you know, it's kind of been a lot more easy to heal with this like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And, you know, I've been hearing on TikTok that when you're doing good in life, that's when your ex likes to magically reappear. So that is exactly what happened. And I'm trying to just take that as, okay. well, I must be in a good place in my life if uh, if he's making a reappearance. So he sent me an email and obviously I'm not going to like read you the email um, I'll keep the privacy there. Uh, but you know, it was fine. It wasn't anything like groundbreaking. It wasn't like, oh my God, let's get back together. I miss you. It was just kind of him at 2 a.m. on a Friday, you know, drunkenly rethinking about us and, you know, how things went. And it was weird because, I mean, I'm glad I can talk about it now without crying because, um, through my, you know, few check-in phone calls I've had today, I definitely haven't been in this amazing place to talk about it. And I don't, I don't know if I wore myself out or what, but, you know, it, it was just so weird to feel like I did in February and March. Like, I feel like it took me right back to this place of just being so heartbroken and so sad. And, you know, I, I've been feeling sad this whole time, but not like as sad as as then. And I think it, I've just been trying to figure out how to redo or, you know, how to move on with my life after it, you know, really not working out the way that I thought it would. And I mean, that's happened at so many turns in my life, you know, obviously career wise, living wise, location wise. I mean, a lot of what I thought was going to happen in my life didn't happen, but nothing hurt quite as bad as this not working out as, you know, us not being together, me having to break a lease and move back to my parents' house and going from being in a, you know, committed relationship where I thought I was going to get married to being single again. I mean, that that transition has definitely been the hardest. And as much as, you know, I'm loving and living for the single life content, um, you know, it's hard. It hurts. Um, that was the love of my life and it's over, you know, and now I am on the hunt 
for the new love of my life. And like that comes with its own scary shit. You know, that comes with having to rehash all your problems again, you know, having especially for, you know, not especially for me, but just personally for me, you know, having these three chronic illnesses and then two mental health issues. I mean, I just always constantly feel like I come with all this baggage, which like I know is not, you know, the right way of thinking about it. And if a friend told me that, I'd probably smack him in the face. But, you know, and I'm working on talking myself down, but it's just so hard when you feel like you are going to have to open back up to somebody when you just got like so shut down by someone that you love for all these years and said they loved you, you know? So it's just like, it's just like trauma, (laughs) you know, that's going on. And I think I just totally wasn't, I just totally wasn't expecting to hear from him ever again, to be honest. I just thought, this this is never going to happen for me, you know, because I wrote like this really great note when we broke up and it wasn't necessarily like for me to get out all my emotions like it was, but I wanted him to know how much I still like believed in him and how much I wanted him to still live a great life, you know, and that I didn't think he was this horrible person, but, uh, you know, he hurt me. And I think that I want to stay in that mindset of like, it's okay, but I'm fucking pissed. Like, I'm so mad at him. And I'm even more mad now that like, I had to be all sad again. I'm like, ugh, bitch, can you just go away? You know, so um, I don't know. I just am so kind of confused as to how to feel about it. And I know I think I've said that like three times already, but I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you can kind of relate to going through a breakup and what it's like to either, you know, hear from that person for the first time or run into them for the first time. I mean, these are things I've been like avoiding, you know, plague style. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, I have to say, though, I'm just so grateful. I feel like something in the universe was looking out for me because I typically check my personal email like every other day. And, um, you know, I just so happen to not check this email that would have come in Friday morning on Friday morning. And, you know, I officiated a wedding and obviously like nothing was going to like take away from that. And we'll I'll tell that story later when we get into the happy part of the podcast. Um, (laughs) But you know, I think it would have been a lot harder because a ton of people asked me between Thursday at the rehearsal and Friday, you know, at the wedding. Oh, like, where's your date? And, you know, it's funny because I brought my high school best friend, Jenna. And so I would just say like, oh, she's over there, like kind of forgetting that there's people that just like didn't know that Jimmy and I broke up. And by the way, side note, my favorite was people who come up to me and be like, oh, my God, I love your podcast. But then would be but, but then would say, oh, wait, you and Jimmy broke up? And I'm like, okay, girl, so you don't actually fucking listen to the podcast. Like, it's okay. It's okay. No shade. But obviously, if you listen, then you know that <laughs> we broke up. There's a whole episode about it. Um, you know, so anyways, I mean, that's fine. But I I was just kind of like laughing it off. And I think there was only two people I really like sat down with and told the, the whole story to. And, you know, mostly it was just kind of like, you know, it didn't work out and that's fine. And, you know, and in reality, uh, it didn't work out. And, you know, it's not always fine. Most of the time I'm getting through it, but it's hard. I mean, I don't think that there 
is a day that goes by that I don't get sad at, at some point. Like, I think I described it in my blog as almost just like a heart cramp, like at some point in the day, you know, and that's not to say that I'm not ready to move on or, you know, whatever. I think it's just that I was with someone for almost five years and I never really anticipated me having to be back dating or live back at my parents' house or any of that stuff. So I think sometimes or, you know, I didn't think I would be having to bring a best friend to a wedding with me anymore. You know, I kind of thought I had my wedding date for life. And when people would joke that I was next, it was a possibility. Uh, Now, thankfully, no one makes that joke because um, that would be super rude and tragic. So (laughs) anyways, I don't know. I think I just it, it just totally took me off guard. And I didn't know, you know, and I'd like to be very authentic on this podcast. And, you know, I think that a lot of the times, you know, I am doing pretty well. And I think I try to put out that energy. And, you know, maybe sometimes I lose the fact that I'm not always doing amazing. And, you know, that some days are just literally harder than others. And this was one of those. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I am happy, not that obviously to hear anyone's like hurting, but it was nice to hear maybe that he did care because I think for a long time I was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm over here, you know, bawling my eyes out, making podcasts about my feelings and, you know, writing these nice letters and this blog. And obviously I'm not telling him to start a competing podcast. I'm just saying that, you know, I never really heard from him and his feelings. So uh, anyways... That is not to say that the hunt's over people. It's just to say that um, when they when they said that men are trash and they just come back uh, at the worst times and just derail your whole fucking life. That was not a joke. That was not a joke at all. And um Wow. So this is a kind of an interesting transition because what I wanted to talk about today was weddings. Like how fucking depressing for me to be like, let's talk about how single I am and how sad I am about my stupid ass ex. I'm just kidding. He's not stupid. But for the time being, I just need to be mad. So let me. But anyways, um, you know, <laughs> but then I was like my whole wedding, my whole my whole plan today was to talk about weddings. So you know what? Fuck that. We're doing it anyways, because you know what? It's OK. I love weddings, even though, you know, I'm not in a place to get married right now. It doesn't mean I love them. And yeah, like every once in a while, like today, I kind of had a breakdown and I was just telling Julie, I was like, sometimes it's hard. You know, I'm so excited to be a part of all my friends lives and a part of their special days. And, you know, some days it kind of it doesn't. I never get not happy for them. I just get overwhelmed for myself and nervous that it's never going to happen for me. What I can't understand and like, I'm sorry, what when people do this is when they just like can't be happy for someone just because they're not having the same thing. It's like, I think I have a good job of of separating it. It's just more that sometimes I get overwhelmed. And by sometimes, I mean, literally today, I don't think I've really felt that way too much before. Maybe like right after the breakup. And like I said, this is just the same vibe. So anyways, 
I want to talk about weddings because your girl right here, star, shining star, officiated my uh, my very first wedding this weekend. And it was so much fun. So Aaron and Kenzie Sherman, thank you so much for letting me officiate your wedding. It was such a blast in the glass. A lot of people ask me, you know, are you nervous or are you going to be nervous? And I was totally nervous. Don't get me wrong. When I walked up there, I was kind of like, okay, I just really didn't want to mess it up. And then I also had the rings with me and I was really nervous I was going to like drop them or something. And sometimes when I'm talking, when I'm reading something, I have a little bit harder time than when I'm just speaking my own words. And so I had a part in there just all about the rings and what they symbolize. And I was kind of more nervous that I was going to mess that up as opposed to, you know, messing something else up, which was kind of funny. But anyways, so, okay, so one of my favorite stories from the officiating weekend is that I met the bride's grandma for the first time, right? And I've known the bride's family for a very long time. And so I was with her brother and I met her her grandma and her brother goes, oh, Nana, this is the officiant. And Nana looks me dead in my eyes. This woman stared into my soul and looked at me and goes, you're a minister? I was like, did nobody tell Nana that this wasn't a religious ceremony? Did nobody tell Nana that I was not going to be preaching the good Lord's word today? I panicked. I was like, do I need to add a Bible verse in? I'm like going back through all my years of church camp. And I was like, this shit should have prepared me. This should have prepared me to have some backup Bible verse. I'm like, John, Peter, Jeff, body of Christ, blood of heaven, cup of salvation. I don't know. I was panicked. I was like, oh my God, no one told her I'm going to go up there. I make jokes, you know, like not big jokes, you know, I mean, obviously I didn't go up and make a penis joke or some shit like that, but I made, you know, little cute jokes about the relationship. You know, it was, it was a perfect balance of like sweet and salty. You know what I mean? And I just kept thinking, oh my God, Nana is going to sit there thinking that I'm going to give like a full religious ceremony. And, you know, and I just looked at, you know, the brother, like, what do I say? And I was like, well, I guess technically, according, you know, Universal Life Church, like, oh, my God, I just was so panicked. It was so funny. But my my biggest fear about officiating was I thought I was going to cry the whole time. And I actually didn't. I think I just bossed up in my mind. And I was like, look, girl, it is 100 degrees outside. You know, you're sweaty. You know, everyone's sweaty. The bride said 15 minutes would be amazing. And I was like, just power your ass through. You got this. And I was really nervous about, you know, my talking because sometimes obviously I talk super fast. And, you know, someone came up to me and was like, you know, your timing was so good. And I was like, ah, you don't even know how big of a compliment that is because I was so freaking nervous about my timing. So anyways, <clears throat> So, yeah, it was it was really a really beautiful ceremony. And I, you know, I loved it. I got to just sneak up. And, you know, there's these TikToks out right now that's like, help. How do I make this about me? So if you're not on TikTok, actually, let me explain. So on TikTok, there's a trend where there it's like a friend or something at a wedding or graduation ceremony. And they're like, help. How do I make this about me now? I I just absolutely took on that challenge and I did a costume change 
at their wedding. Like I did a full blown costume outfit change at somebody else's wedding. It doesn't get much more divalicious than that, in my opinion. So I was wearing I had people vote on TikTok about what I was going to wear. I ended up wearing this dress that had um, like sleeves kind of looking like a cape. It was very formal. It was funny because I didn't really look too much in a mirror before I went down there because I got ready in the bridal suite and it was a little hectic. And um, but I saw my girl Shelby took a video and I posted on my Instagram story and I was like, oh, my God, I looked full blown professional up there. Like, oh, hi, bitch. Like, get it, girl. I will say the one thing I would have changed was my shoes that, you know, they were my nude strappies and they were okay. I just feel like we could have gone for a different shoe. But you know what? That's those are in the notes for next time. But anyways, it was uh, it was so fun. And then uh, I obviously uh, drank a lot because that is the way of the Smashly. So I literally get done officiating and I walk right out and the wedding coordinator passes me a glass of champagne. Like I just freaking ran a mile or something. And, you know, I'm doing one of those races that's obviously more than a mile. And the little people are there handing you cups of water so you can make it through and not die. I was like, is this what it feels like to complete Iron Man? Are we am I on the same level as those people? Because I think that I am. And you might be thinking, girl, you might be too cocky for your own good. And I hear you, but we're holding on to it. And we're moving on. So anyways, I just thought that was so great. I was like, this bitch gets me. She was like this girl needs a glass of champagne and I did and then I just didn't stop drinking is the problem so um it wasn't that I forgot the whole night but there's a lot of things I don't remember and so I took like I said I took my best friend Jenna from high school to the wedding which was amazing she was a great date and her sister was there along with her sister's boyfriend and so my dad picked us all up and you know I told him 11 we definitely didn't get into the car till 1130 and my dad was like well they kept saying that they lost you now I assumed that where I was was up in the bridal suite because I was grabbing the marriage certificate so let me just add that no matter how blacked out drunk I was I did remember to grab the marriage certificate and I feel like that's a big win and should make up for all the other shit that I did that day so uh one (laughs) so then I went wine tasting yesterday with the fam you know and I asked about how I went missing I was like oh my dad said I went missing I assume I was in the bridal suite and Rich is like oh no 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 girl we found you in the kitchen so I have two assumptions on this I was either looking to to enjoy a snack or I was looking for a snack like I was either in there looking for food or looking for a dude there's no way I did not just like go in there you know or maybe I was doing both I don't know I was hungry but I was also something else at the age but I didn't tell my dad to skip so we'll you know move that but you know I never pass up on an opportunity to meet a new man now so I was like was I just going in there to find the staff see if there was any honeys you know, amongst the crew? Or was I looking for the nothing bunk cake teenies? Because I did take a mental note, they were out, but I have a hard time eating desserts when I'm drinking. So I always think in my mind, I tell myself, I'm like, grab a donut or cake or cupcake on your way out of the wedding so you'll survive. But that never freaking happens. I always, always, always 
forget the freaking dessert. So I was like, maybe I was trying to find the Buntinis. Maybe I had just thought, oh my gosh, my friends are the wedding coordinators. Remember, she passed me a glass of champagne like a goddamn baton. So I was maybe just going to say bye. I have no idea. Smashly's so wild. I just feel like we should lock her ass up and never let her out again. Because also, you know, I mean, I was owning the dance floor. They played a lot of slow songs, which I've never really seen at a wedding before. No shade. I just haven't seen it. But, you know, Jenna and I were really owning it. I was spinning her around and shit. It was fun. I was like making everybody come to the dance floor. I think I was a great time, in my opinion. Um, Was I hitting on people? Of course. Like, who doesn't? And, you know, did I take it too far? Maybe. I don't really remember. But my other favorite story about this is that, you know, we had a sparkler send off and everyone was trying to do the Disney Channel thing. See, that's what I remember doing, too. But Rich informed me that I was actually, in fact, drawing penises around everywhere. Uh, so she's also five years old when, um, you know, she drinks. So anyways, all I all I heard from the night, in my opinion, is that I was a lot of fun. OK, and if you would like an officiant that is just a lot of fun is going to be a party It's going to be like business at the altar and a party at the reception, I think that is going to be on my business card because that's exactly what happened. So then I was kind of thinking about, you know, weddings and how much I love them and what people like, what are people's must haves at a wedding? I right now don't really totally know mine other than good beer. Like I would love good beer and a good DJ. For me, like I will not fuck around with my DJ. I remember... Well, obviously, like I came from radio, so I know a bunch, but um, it's a little tragic now. But I remember telling DJ Dax um, from Dax Entertainment up in Sonoma County, I <laughs> I mess- made him put uh, October 1st, 2022 in his phone because I was convinced that my ex and I were going to get married that day. Now, that's tragic. But all I'm saying is, is if somebody wants to come around around now, I think I could plan for an October 2022 wedding if, you know, we'd like to hold that reservation. Also, I'm lying because my 2022 is already lit and I have no time for me to get married at that time. But 2023 is looking good. We can we can approach that. So I'm curious, like, as to what. Sorry, I'm having trouble here. Oh, my God. Siri, be quiet. Okay. anyways, so I was having like a little trouble understanding what exactly. um... So I just wanted to know what were people's must haves at their wedding? So I asked this as the question of the week on um, Instagram. So if you would like to participate in question of the week, don't forget, I ask a question every Monday morning. Uh, You can follow me at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. And this was what are your must haves at a wedding? Photo booths. Okay. We had a glorious photo booth at Kenzie and Aaron's wedding. And now I loved it, although I was not looking as hot in those photos as I thought I was. I saw so many. There was one that got sent in a group chat. So what's funny. Okay, let me back up. I think I mentioned this last week about this wedding, but it was I went to high school with Kenzie and then she and Aaron and then she also came to Sonoma State and played lacrosse with me there. So I've known her across, you know, two major parts of her life, which was so fun at her wedding. There was both high school friends and college friends. So it was a great reunion for me. And anyways, not that it was about me. I'm just saying. 
saying it was fun. And so there's a photo booth photo with a bunch of the Sonoma State people at the very end. And it got sent in a group chat. It was like, does anyone have this picture? You know, and I'm like, I don't even remember being in that photo. And I think that's what's so good about photo booths is that then you get these photos that you don't really remember and it's magical. Uh, Snacks and of course food. Now, some of those weddings that end with a snack that's the elite, because apparently that's what I was trying to do um, at Kenzie and Aaron's. I, I went to a few that had like burgers and fries at the end. Oh, my God. So good. Um, booze. Yes, definitely the booze. Obviously, uh, you know, that 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 goes for all these good stories. Um, last dance with your partner by yourself before the venue closes. That is such a cute idea. Um, That was actually Kenzie's, whose wedding it was. I'm sure she did that. I don't remember. Um, Maybe that's why they kicked my ass out. But (laughs) I think that's such a sweet moment because really there's not a lot of times that you get to be alone with just the two of you. I was talking about this uh, with my girlfriend, Erin, when I was talking about first looks, because something that I think is special about the first look is that it's really just kind of one of the only moments that the two of you are alone and the rest of the bridal party or your wedding party is not there. So I, I really like this. If you don't opt to not do a first look, I think that this is some another really sweet um, moment. Music by Pitbull. Yes, I agree. I think that if not at least one Pitbull song is played, your wedding was trash. I'm just kidding. I don't mean that because honestly, I don't remember half the music that's played at any of these weddings. because I'm usually too drunk by then. And I also will say that like, in my defense, I, d- I have had a few concussions and I already had memory loss. I don't feel like I always just black out from alcohol. I think it's just like blacking out from life. And don't even try to doctor me on that because I said what I said. Uh, I also feel like if Miley Cyrus doesn't play at your wedding, also trash. When I uh, had the pleasure of DJing two weddings, I did warn that I always play back to back, back to back Miley as if I've been a hundred wedding season DJ. But no, I just always have to do a back to back Miley. It's it's needed. Um, Open bar, obviously dangerous. But yes, a good MC slash DJ and good catering. By the way, do not sleep on the fact that you need an MC and don't just assume that your DJ is your MC. Like talk about that shit ahead of time because a lot of people don't. And then you get there and most seasoned professional DJs will ask you like, Oh, do you need me to do announcing in blah, blah, blah. But like that part's also very important. And if you are looking for, you know, the announcement walk-ins and all that stuff, which I love, by the way, I think the bridal party announcing in and they do all those like fun dances together is so fun. I mean, I always get nervous having to do it, but the two of you just had to walk down an aisle together. So serious. Like it's so much more fun if you kind of get to joke around and do something like fun with it. Um, a basket of old Navy flip flops as an option for the dance floor. Yes, I love this. I think that that's such a like low cost way to have something fun on your wedding. And also I am always running around barefoot and someone always breaks a glass. And sometimes it's me this time. It was not. And so it's good for people to have shoes. This one just about made me cry. A puppy palace. It's an area where with puppies and pictures. <gasps> Could you imagine going to a wedding and you get to like hang out with puppies? Oh my God. 
Oh, my God. See, the problem would be was drunk me would take them all home. A personal wedding cake for the bride and the groom and other desserts and cakes for the guests. That's super cute. I've seen people who do like a fun special cake that's like catered to the other person. And I like that. Honestly, I don't love um, I don't usually eat wedding cake and I'm not saying I don't I don't love it. I was just thinking about for my own wedding. Also, I talk about the alcohol and the sweets thing. I think I would just want my own personal funfetti cake to myself at my table alone, you know, um, two, two bathrooms for 50 people. Yes, you guys do not sleep on the bathroom situation. Um, a fabulous jacket. Yes, I see these really cute like leather ones that have like, you know, Mrs. Whatever on the back. So cute or, you know, like a furry coat. Adorable. Um, I like this one. I want bubbles. Since sparklers are probably a bad idea in California now. Well, we did do sparklers this weekend and it was fun. But then you have assholes like me who are drawing penises everywhere. But um, <laughs> I think the bubbles is a really cute other option. I was concerned about the level of like intoxication I was at with having fire in my hand. Like, I feel like that was very dangerous, but we did it. And the pictures cannot be beat. Those are so cute. But I also think the bubbles would be so pretty. Also, I would love to zoom in on everyone's faces having to blow bubbles. I think that would be hilarious. But I, you know, I love weddings, obviously. And I uh, enjoy being at them. I enjoy being a part of them. And I think they're just so special. And it's always fun how people really have something unique. Oh, one of the things I loved about Kenzie and Aaron's wedding is their guest book was a cornhole set. <gasps> I have never seen that before. I love some elaborate guest books. I feel like people do cute like bottles of wine and pictures and stuff. And the cornhole set was so stinking cute. I loved it so much. So um, I just really love the way everybody kind of has something unique. Oh, also, sorry to share. Ken Kenzie did a very good job at her own wedding. I'll give her I will give her that. She also had these QR code um, business cards that linked to different taxis in the area. So it said, like, don't drink and drive. And there was all these like options. And I was like, oh, my God, I would have never thought about that. That is so clever. Anyways, I could go on and on about the amazing things that I've seen in weddings, but I just wanted to hear from you all. So make sure if you want to be a part of the question of the week. You are following me on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. And, you know, my I'm sorry what moment of the week was really getting that fucking email because I was like, "Ugh, men, can you not come back when I'm doing good? You know, and if you're going to come back and you're going to want to if you're if you, this is your big fight back, you know, or whatever, um, Make it a little bit more grand ask. I'm just saying. Well, now I'm shady because I got in like a bitchy mood, you know, after my story about Nana. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. It had nothing to do with her. It was just so funny to me. Um, anyways, I uh, overall am doing OK. I'm going to survive. I will thrive, actually, is what I'm going to do, because you know what? I'm just going to take it this way. It's much like when someone is trying to like put you down at work, you know, or like in life in general. I just feel like when people are trying to interrupt your good mood and like these good, confident places that you're at, people are doing that because they see what you have and they want it. So this is the way I'm going to have to take it is that clearly I am going in the right direction 
I am getting better. And so, you know, something had to come along and challenge that. And while it might have derailed me for today and I'll probably cry again later, we are going to come out on top, you guys. We're going to be okay, And, you know, and we'll see what happens in the future. But for right now, I'm just going to politely not respond and um, just talk about it on my podcast like the bitch that I am. And yeah, so, you know, everyone who's going through it out there, I just want you to know I'm with you and I believe in you and you're a strong witch. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love you all so, so, so much. It means the world. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, download, share this podcast with a friend. Got a shout out to my cousin, Danielle. She shared um, her, my podcast with one of her girlfriends and they were chatting about it and I loved it so much and it meant so much to me. And I'm so glad that I got to gain another like family listener. And yeah, love you all so much. Okay, bye.